Hey, my name is Alyssa Wolf, and as a chronic pain specialist, I am on a mission to empower you to tackle your chronic pain naturally by uncovering hidden truths about pain and exposing the deeper cause. I aim to help you transform your relationship with pain because you've been in this relationship for long enough and you deserve better. You just need a little help to get out of it. And that is what the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast is all about. I'll be busting pain management myths, teaching you some of the mind-blowing neuroscience of pain, and help you overcome some of the roadblocks that are keeping you from seeing real, long-term improvements in pain. Stick with me, and in no time, you'll learn the keys to breaking up with stubborn pain so you can get back to doing what makes you, you, and living your fearless and fulfilling life. So if you have chronic pain and are looking for no-fluff, natural, science-backed pain relief solutions, pull up a seat and get cozy because you are in the right place. Let's get started. Today, I wanted to talk about inflammation and what does inflammation mean? What is it? And what does it mean for people with pain? Because if you have had chronic pain, stubborn pain, any kind of pain that's lasted longer than six months, this is something I'm sure you're familiar with. And there's quite a few misconceptions about what inflammation is and what it means. So this inflammation is something that many of my clients have struggled with. They come to me saying sometimes they get swelling or bruising, sometimes even out of nowhere. Sometimes they tell me that they have inflammation due to certain foods that they eat and chronic inflammation. And also, and then also many of my clients also suffer from one or more or autoimmune diseases. And so of course the immune system regulates the inflammatory responses. So does that mean people with autoimmune conditions have wacky inflammation? What does that mean? What does it all mean? So today I want to clear the air, so to speak, to teach you a bit about inflammation and what you need to know about inflammation for someone who has chronic pain. And so if you don't know me or you're new here, my name is Alyssa Wolf and I am a chronic pain specialist and I'm the founder of the Chronic Pain Breakup Method, which is a 16-week program designed to help proactive women beat chronic pain by focusing on the deeper cause of pain and retraining the nervous system using simple science-backed strategies and drills so that we can get long-term improvements in your pain. And so you can eventually do more with less pain and with fewer and shorter flare-ups. And so as a chronic pain specialist, it is my job to provide you with more accurate information about what's going on in your body. And so I am a firm believer in knowledge is power and knowledge is healing. And by you knowing more about what's going on in your body, you will have a deeper or better understanding of how to treat your pain problem by going deeper, by addressing the deeper issue. Because everything that you've tried in the past certainly hasn't provided any long-term lasting pain relief. What you've done in the past has only really covered up some of the symptoms like a band-aid or only addressed part of the pain problem. And so yes, inflammation is certainly a huge component of the pain problem. And so today I want to talk about inflammation and we're going to clear the air on what inflammation is and what it has to do with chronic pain. So let's just start with a simple introduction to inflammation. The purpose of inflammation is to protect the body from threats. The purpose of inflammation is to protect the body from threats. So if your body needs to call 911 for any reason, inflammation 
is sort of who the body sends in, right? So inflammation acts in two ways. Number one, it acts to protect you from foreign invaders, things like bacteria, viruses, foreign substances or materials. And then number two, it helps to heal from injuries or tissue damage. Okay. I like to think of inflammation as our body's version of calling 911. So sometimes we need to call in the police force to protect and fight off foreign invaders. And sometimes we need to call the ambulance, so to speak, to repair and heal from injuries. And so in an acute sense, when you have an acute infection or an acute injury, inflammation is really important for our survival and to keep the body intact, okay, to, to repair injury. Normally after an injury, for example, you get a lot of inflammation in a certain area. And what happens is that swelling or that inflammation is going to help repair those damaged tissues, those injured tissues. So inflammation is really important. So when you see your body swell up after an injury, you can rest assured that your body is doing the right thing to help you heal and recover. But what you might not realize is that the, is the other thing that inflammation does. Inflammation also causes temporary damage to the protective layer of our nerves, AKA the myelin sheath. So inflammation causes temporary damage to the protective layer that covers our nerves. In the presence of inflammation, that protective layer around our nerves actually peels off. And that means that a greater surface area of the nerve is exposed. So when you have more exposed nerve, that means that nerve is more able to get stimulated. That means that the nerve in that the nerves in that area are going to be extra sensitive. That means that a smaller stimulus is going to get that nerve to activate than it required before. So for example, normally touching the skin on the outside of your ankle isn't, isn't stimulating enough for a nerve to send a danger message. However, in the presence of inflammation, say after you sprain your ankle, it's much more sensitive. So now touching the skin on the outside of your ankle is enough of a stimulus to get that nerve to fire and send a danger message up to the spinal cord. So the fancy name for this phenomena is actually peripheral sensitization, okay? Peripheral sensitization. And the reason this exists is because it's important that your body knows that you're, it's important for your brain to know that your body has an injury that it's trying to repair. So it's going to use the nervous system to sound the pain alarm so that you know that you need to take it easy for the next few days, that you don't go run th that marathon while your ankle is trying to create a new matrix to repair damaged tissues. So this peripheral sensitization or making our nerves in the presence of inflammation super sensitive is a good thing. It's a normal protective response, but like any good thing, it can become maladaptive. So peripheral sensitization can occur even when you don't have any tissue damage, when you don't have any injury, and when you don't have any inflammation. One way it does this is by immune system memory. The immune system has a memory and our immune cells remember right? So have you ever caught a cold and your pain got a lot worse? Did your pain get worse when you got a vaccine? 
does your pain get worse after eating food that you have somewhat of a sensitivity to, such as gluten or dairy? Or maybe the pain in your back, your chronic pain, got worse after you sprained your ankle. If that sounds like you, here's the thing you need to understand. Anytime you have any kind of immune reaction or your immune system kicks on, inflammatory cells and chemicals start floating around in your bloodstream looking for trouble, right? The police force starts roaming around and the police force remembers where the trouble spots are in your body. So anytime you have a new immune response or any kind of immune response, that police force, that inflammation makes its way to your old injuries or your old aches and pains, okay? And once it's there, it hangs out, causes the nerves in that area to become sensitive, right? Peripheral sensitization. And things start to hurt even more, even though you didn't necessarily re-injure that area, although it feels like you did. So in this regard, if you find that you have a food intolerance, for example, it may be a good idea to modify your diet to cut down on this systemic immune response, causing an ampl amplification of pain. And also, if you have chronic back pain that got worse after an ankle injury or an ankle sprain, you may want, you may actually think that you did tweak your back or re-injured your back, but it's actually possible to get more pain in an area you have chronic pain or an old injury due to that immune response and inflammation. One other thing you need to know about, about peripheral sensitization is that it doesn't only happen in the presence of inflammation. In other words, you don't have to have had a past injury with lots of swelling and inflammation to experience peripheral nerve sensitivity. Those nerves adapt and get better at detecting various things based on A, your genetics, and B, your environment. Okay, so if you have, for example, high levels of stress, the nerves in your body become more sensitive to cortisol, which is the stress chemical. And therefore, you may have more symptoms of pain in the presence of stress. If you have poor circulation or you don't have enough, you don't move enough really to get your blood and oxygen circulating, this sensitizes the nerves in the body by making them better at detecting changes in blood supply or oxygen. So you may have more symptoms of pain due to changes in blood supply. And that would be during times that you're more stationary. So if you sit for a long period of time when you're sleeping, when you, or when you first wake up in the morning, like that kind of thing. So your nerves can also become more sensitive to changes in temperature as well. So making you feel more pain with changes in temperature or extreme temperatures, hot or cold. And yes, your nerves can become more sensitive to changes in inflammation or sensitive to any sort of immune response. But that certainly is not the only thing. Our nerves are constantly changing and adapting. And sometimes those changes become maladaptive causing our nerves to become way too good at detecting various stimuli, things like temperature, pressure, blood supply, inflammation, movement, vibration, stretch, right? And also making you have pain even when you don't have an injury it can be really confusing. So the pain you feel ends up being an extreme amplification of what you should normally feel with that stimulus, okay? So what about chronic inflammation? So research studies show that folks with chronic pain 
any kind of chronic pain, tend to have an imbalance in their immune system chemicals. So there are certain immune cells and chemicals or molecules that are pro-inflammatory, that increase inflammation, and some that are anti-inflammatory, that would reduce inflammation. And what we know is that folks with chronic pain actually tend to have an imbalance where they have too many of those pro-inflammatory chemicals and less of their anti-inflammatory chemicals. Now we can try to zoom in and focus on the inflammation problem. We can try to take supplements, vitamins, medications, and foods that have anti-inflammatory qualities. We can certainly do that, and there's nothing wrong with focusing on trying to address the inflammation problem. Or we could look at what is what might actually be causing this immune system imbalance in the first place. So the why for this may not be totally straightforward because it could be very possible that your genes are the reason for the immune system imbalance problem. And unfortunately, there is nothing we can do to change your genetics. However, we can address the sensitivity of the nervous system. So we can actually perform simple drills that when done correctly, can reduce the sensitivity of the peripheral nerves, reducing that peripheral sensitization that was caused due to chronic inflammation. Second, we can also address some of the changes up the chain in the nervous system having an impact on the brain and spinal cord as well. So those changes in the brain and spinal cord, if you're interested, are called central sensitization. Okay. Now, aside from genetics, this immune imbalance or immune system imbalance could have a different cause besides genetics or in addition to your genetics. So if you have too many pro-inflammatory chemicals in your body, that's an indication that your body is trying to protect you from something or heal something, whether or not there is a real foreign invader or threat or a real injury or not. When we have chronic inflammation, it tells us that the body is trying to protect you. And so we need to ask ourselves, why? Why is the body trying to protect you? And to fully understand this, we may need to take a few steps back and understand one of the changes that happens in the brain as a result of long-term pain. The body map in the brain changes and becomes less able to correctly process information that it's receiving from the painful body part or body parts. And as a result of that change, it's getting bombarded with all of this information from down below, but it's getting that information. And now it's going, I don't know I don't know what it means. It's ability to correctly process the information that it's getting from your body becomes impaired. So since it doesn't know what's going on down below, it's thinking, gosh, this could be bad or it could be nothing. But since I can't tell and I can't be sure, it's safer for me to assume that it's bad and put in an effort to protect you in an effort to keep you safe because it could be a foreign invader or it could be a new injury, but I can't tell. And it could be that you're totally safe, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. So I'd rather protect you. So the brain will activate that protective survival response it will turn on some of those survival responses. And so what are those survival responses? Well, for one, it's going to activate the alarm to let you know that there is a potential threat. So it gives you the experience of pain. Pain is the alarm. Then it may also turn up muscle tone, the muscle tone in your body, making everything tense so that you're ready to fight, flee, or freeze at any moment, just in case. 
it may even alter your other fight or flight responses, which can cause you to feel like your stomach is in knots. It can make you feel like you're anxious and on edge all the time and much, much more. But it will also activate that pro-inflammatory immune response. So if you have chronic pain and you have chronic inflammation or an immune system imbalance with too many pro-inflammatory chemicals and not enough anti-inflammatory chemicals, it could be that your nervous system is actually at the root of that problem because it's trying to protect you. So yes, you could try to manage the immune system imbalance like I said, by modifying your diet or taking medications or supplements, or instead you could go a bit deeper and work on retraining the nervous system so that the body thinks and the brain thinks, or rather knows that your body is in fact safe, that it's not under attack and it's not being re-injured so that the brain knows and is confident that the body is safe so that it doesn't have to keep turning up this protective response. And one thing that I want to note about this brain understanding that the body is safe idea is that it's not a conscious thought. It is not a thinking problem where you think your body is not safe, that you're fearful or afraid of movement or afraid of pain. You don't have to actually have those cognitive conscious thoughts to have this sort of problem. It is not a thinking problem and you're not just going to make your brain or convince your brain that you're safe by changing your thoughts. It goes deeper than that. Um, I just want to make sure that that is, is clear and well understood. And with that, the good news is that this is something that we can modify. We can uh, change by incorporating simple practice of various nervous system retraining drills. So those drills will not only reduce peripheral sensitization or the sensitivity in the nerves in your body, in your tissues, but it will also have an, an effect on the sensitivity in the brain and spinal cord as well, so that your brain doesn't have to feel that need to protect you all the time, just in case, right? So this can reduce your pain, reduce your chronic inflammation, and help you to be able to start moving more and doing more activities with less pain and have fewer and shorter flare-ups. It can even have an impact on your energy levels, help you get better sleep, help improve your digestion and reduce some of those uncomfortable or embarrassing gut symptoms can help improve your libido and help improve some of your re reproductive health can boost your immune system, improve your memory, your focus, your problem solving. It can improve your mood and reduce your anxiety and all of these things. And so this is exactly what I help my clients with in my 16 week program, the chronic pain breakup method. And we do that by addressing the deeper cause of the problem by retraining the nervous system. And we do that with simple evidence-based science-backed strategies and drills. So the method itself cuts out all the fluff and it gives you all the knowledge and tools you need to find long lasting improvements without wasting hours in the gym, without those injections or pills procedures, without meditation, without restrictive diets or expensive supplements or losing weight. Okay. And, and so if you're interested in the program, I'd recommend that you and I have a chat over the phone for free where you can, where I can assess your unique situation and find out if a nervous system approach is really the next best move for you or not. And if it is, I'll share more information with you about what it might look like for us to work together. And then I'll answer any questions that you may have about the program. So the call is free. Like I said, it is a service to you to help you get pointed in the right direction 
So you can set up a call by going to my online scheduler. I'm leaving a link to my scheduling page in the description. So go ahead and set up that call and let me know what other questions you have about inflammation or the nervous system in the comments. And otherwise, I hope that you book a call so that we can get you unstuck and off of that hamster wheel just spinning around with no real direction. So that is it for this time. I hope you found this talk today informative and helpful. That's it. That's all. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Chronic Pain Breakup Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you want to take this relationship to the next level, you can connect with me and other pain crusaders inside my private Facebook group, Battling Chronic Pain with Neuroscience, where these episodes are actually recorded live. And I'd love to hear from you. Share your questions and biggest struggles with your chronic pain recovery journey by reaching out to me on Facebook or on Instagram at Pain Crusader. Thanks again for listening and never stop learning.